friendships. That's my topic. You know, we have a um, idea that somehow or another you can't have too many friends. Well, that's very true. But the question is, are all friends the same? Are all friends alike? Are acquaintances equal to friends? Are social friends equal to personal friendships, deeper friendships? Is it really a matter of difference between the quality of friendships you have with one person and the quality of friendship you have with another person? Well, some research has been done on this particular topic, and um, let me just kind of uh, refresh it for you just a little bit so that you get a kind of a handle on this idea. Generally speaking, most people know about 70 people, 70. Now, that means that they are not all known the same, and they are all not involved at the same level. Of those 70 people, you usually have one that's very, very special. And that person is a long-term friendship, a deep friendship, and will last the lifetime of an individual. Then we have three people who are relatively close to us. We associate around three people, including the best friend. So we have the best friend, and then we have two others making up a circle of about three people who are very close to us, and those are the ones we turn to for most events and most situations. Then the rest of them fall outward into an outer circle of called acquaintances, people that we know, people that we interact with, people we can talk to, people that we can greet, people that we can have a brief conversation with, people we might see once in a while, people we may interact with on occasion in certain situations, certain places. But nonetheless, we are known to them and they are known to us. But most people have about 70 friends that kind of fill that particular uh, function in our life. Now, a lady by the name of Dr. Wendy Petrick uh, has been writing on this topic of acquaintances and friendships. And she refers to a social network of an individual. A social network makes up um, about five different levels of people in our life. We have the acquaintances. These are we speak to like neighbors or people who are shopkeepers, the people who are storekeepers, people we see periodically. They know us, we know them by face or by voice or just by light casual conversation. They're acquaintances, people down the block, people that walk in the area. We see them periodically and frequently and we're acquaintances with each other. Nothing close, nothing committed. That's one level. Then she has what we call the people who share activities with us. These are the people who are in the class that we take. These are the people that we associate with when we volunteer in some particular organization. These are the people that participate with us in a sporting activity or at the gym or somewhere that we have frequent and regular contact, but it's still somewhat of a non-serious relationship, I guess would be the word like an acquaintance, but somebody that we share an activity with. That's the second level. The third level, according to Dr. Patrick, is the idea where we have friends that we visit. We get to know their spouse. We get to know their colleagues. We get to know their mother. We get to know their siblings. We get to know them at school. We get to know them at work. We get to know them in a uh, place that we frequent periodically, a church or whatever. These are the people we visit. These are the people that we spend a little bit more time with and we have a little deeper relationship with and a deeper knowledge of and, and uh, maybe knowledge of their history a little bit. And they, we share history. We share knowledge. We share experiences with them. These are visits to friends, with friends. And then she has the fourth level, which she calls someone to help in difficult times. These are the people who are there when we need them. Here are, these are people who offer to help, who offer to be available to us. They know what we're going through. They know when we need help and they offer. They know when we're lonely, they'll call. They know when we're needing something, 
will be there to provide that. Someone to help us in difficult times. That's a different level. And then she has what she calls the fifth level of confidence. These are the close and trusted friends. These are what I refer to as the one friend or the three friends. These are the confidants. These are the people that you spend really your time with. The other people spread out in that other layer of friendships. And um, we then interact with our world, our, our social world, accordingly. We interact with some at the acquaintance level. We act with some at the friendship level. We, act, we interact with some at the time when we're in need. And then we act with, with some who are our confidants. So there's a social network that we all have, and uh, we all utilize, and we all appreciate. So social relationships are extremely important. However, she goes on to say this, that relationships really are based upon rapport. That is the level of trust, or the level of, of personal acquaintance that we have with each other, the, the closeness that we have with each other. Rapport is essential to high-quality interactions. You can't have a high-quality interaction unless you really have that sense of trust with another person. It's not just a one-way relationship. It's a two-way relationship. Rapport includes a mutual attention that we give each other. It's positive affect, sharing emotions, positive emotions. It's coordination with our daily social interactions. We plan events together. We plan to be together. We plan to meet. And it's kind of being ready to interact. It's, it's being aware that a person may want you to interact with them or we have a feeling that we want them to interact with us. So rapport is an extremely important aspect of relationships and particularly relationships that are deeper and more personal and more committed. Are you high in your rapport with the people around you? Are you high in rapport with the people with whom you have relationship. I hope so, because that really is what makes the relationship a mutual relationship, but also one of contribution to your life, adds quality to your life, adds meaning to your life, adds value to your life, adds a personal touch to your life. That's what really rapport, you know, creates and provides for us. But at the same time, she goes on to say that really all relationships matter. All relationships matter. That means a close relationship matters as much as an acquaintance for many people at different times. We benefit from acquaintances. We benefit from close relationships. We benefit from con those people with whom we confide. We benefit with people whom, with whom we just have periodic relationships, periodic contact, casual contact, if you will. So all relationships matter. Some matter a little bit more than others, but all relationships matter. So don't shun a relationship, thinking that it doesn't really matter, or that it really is not important, or that you're not going to see that person very much, so don't invest very much in that relationship. Don't spend much time talking. Don't spend much time sharing your life, because you're not going to see them anymore, or maybe infrequently. Well, don't do that. That's what uh, the author is saying here. Don't do that. People who have our acquaintances do contribute to our life. But if we're going to have a deeper relationship, we're going to have really a close relationship, Here's what she says. It takes 120 to 200 hours of time together, of committed time together, to build that relationship. And she says that you build it over a six-week period of time. 200 hours invested in another person over a six-week period of time brings you into a close, confiding relationship with somebody else. Now, if you invest a little time, you're never going to get into a deeper relationship, a close relationship. You're going to have a lot of acquaintances. And that's okay. Don't, don't shun that. Even acquaintances contribute to our life. But it's better to have some acquaintances and also some closer, deeper relationships based upon rapport, not just a casual relationship. Relationships that we can dip into and when we have a need, we can call. When we have some kind of a 
activity we want to do with somebody else, want to participate with somebody else, they can call them and invite them. That's a closer relationship. We need those kind of relationships. But don't shun your acquaintances. Acquaintances can be just as valuable. And when you're lonely, even an acquaintance has value to you. Even an acquaintance can make your day. Even an acquaintance can give cheer or give support or give encouragement at a time of need. So acquaintances are important. But you want to have many acquaintances in your life. But you want to also have some very deep, close relationships. And as I said in the beginning, perhaps three very close committed relationships based upon trust and rapport. And the others then become less close, less personal, less deep, but still contribute to your life, even if they are in the category of acquaintance. So build your acquaintances, and from your acquaintances, select out a few and build those closer, deeper relationships. Spend time, invest time, invest hours so that you make those relationships a personal relationship, and it's mutual. You to the other person, that person to you. You're equally committed and equally benefited from the relationship. Nice to have you with me, and uh, hey, thanks for joining in. Bye for now.